Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Perspective really depends on the person who's experiencing and the person who's witnessing. And so the experience, they had 15 years of pure hardship. And then for us who are um, witnessing, we had 15 seconds of pure hardship. Hello, everyone. My name is Shewa, and I'm joined by Shelly and Princess. Say hello, guys. Hi. Hi. Love it, love it. Right, welcome to another episode of Sunseed. And let's just start with some quick icebreaker. Um, so girls, um, what has been your favorite word this season? So I say season as in <laughs> the past year. What has been your favorite word or two words? I'll give you that. Okay. Um, I think mine has been just letting your roots go deep. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I think in the past year we've seen so many exposures and just so many things have come out when it comes to like the faith. And I think as much as we can reflect on what's happening on the outside, I think it's really been one of just that reflection mm-hmm. that actually for me, mm-hmm. I need to ensure that my roots are going deep in God so that when the different seasons come, I know that I remain standing and you know my faith is firm so that's really been you know my word and that's what's been keeping me through love it love it how about you Um, Shelly I would say and don't laugh at me but um my favorite word um would be panorama or panasonic or (laughs) panachi or Now, I'm let so me explain why. I heard giggles. <laughs> it would be any variation of the word pandemic. Um, and the reason is just because um, what I love is that, like, we are in, like, this horrendous time that none of us mm-hmm. saw coming. Like, the world didn't see coming. But I just love um, the fact that people are able to find a way to still laugh and not let it keep them down. I love how everyone has um, find found a way to keep each other laughing, keep each other smiling in the face of all this, like <laughs> just horrendous thing. So anytime I hear like a variation of the word pandemic, it makes me smile. So any variation, <laughs> it's my favorite word. Yeah. I love that. And I'm so happy that we've got this on a podcast because imagine 20 years down the line, listening to this, I've just been like, huh? Panorama? What's that? <laughs> this is the evidence that I existed. I'm going to tell yeah. this story. Honestly. <laughs> my kids, they must know. What how, how about you? Um, it's so interesting because my word was quite similar to Shelly um, so my word was going to be unprecedented mm. um, I'm going to I didn't know what that word was until the pandemic started on left and right it was just saying it um, but then my, my next word is um, please unmute yourself I'm no. the caller <laughs> I'm the caller in the mean I love it it just makes everyone laugh oh. <laughs> and it's like it's been a year but we still don't know how yeah. to do this properly. I but I love right. one. We can't hear you. Please unmute yourself. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I feel like that would be added into the dictionary or something. Like the Honestly. phrase of the year or like on t-shirts. Please unmute yourself. But then the but funny thing is, it seems like people are still not learning. And it just <laughs> yeah. keeps happening. 
<laughs> like even my teacher did it the other day. Like we had a break and then he came back and he was just he started the lecture and everyone was like, Kevin, we can't you're still on mute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's gonna bring back memories. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's get started because we can laugh about this all day. <laughs> um so yes, in the in the month of February actually we discussed hope. Um, and especially we looked at um, how how we hope in, in difficult times and what sort of challenges we face. So I'm just going to get straight in with the questions. Um, what are the challenges that you guys can say personally you faced when it comes to having hope in difficult times? So what what do you think are, are the struggles? What makes it difficult to hope in in difficult times? Yeah, I think I, for one, the times where I have struggled to hope is when I feel I had tried, but was disappointed. So mm. I think, you know, the Bible talks about hope deferred, making the heart sick. You know, when you so long for something, but it just seems like it's delayed or it just doesn't happen. Um, because we're human beings. That's not to say God is evil, but there are times where when we don't address, and we just keep on going, acting like we're fine. Does that hurt? that you have within you, there's that disappointment, just different emotions that turn into different things that you don't realise become an issue until it's time to hope again. Mm-hmm. So when a similar situation comes up, then you find, oh, why am I struggling to just release my heart and just believe God for this? Because a part of you has almost tried to almost redefine who you think he is because I didn't see him mm. come through for me in this area. Yeah, Perhaps yeah. he's not able to, this is a limit. He Like, this is his limit. He can't reach this end. So yeah, yeah. I would then, when it comes to hope, I would condition my hope. So oh, it would wow. be, I would only give him what I thought he could do in a way oh, so that I was never yeah. disappointed. So I think that that's definitely wow. been a massive struggle for me. Um, but honestly, I think it took, just walking with God, honestly, every day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something that, honestly, I believe that, you know, I'm able to, I'm growing out of, mm-hmm. but I think that was a big one for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because we think about God as this big, like God is God, is is yeah. is God. But we think, eh, okay, maybe, I know you're God and you're big and you're, you're the creator of everything, but I just don't think you can do X, Y, yeah. and Z. So I'll just put you mm-hmm. in this box. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting. Yeah. So interesting. How about you, Shelley? Um, I think with me, um, I tend to, yeah, I think I think I tend to reflect a lot, and then where that has its downside is that if I've just come out of a tough situation, I mm. constantly replay it. I will replay it, um, not even for like, you know, a noble or good reason, such as what can I learn? I'm just replaying it. I'm just Mm -hmm. replaying those bad things. And, you know, how could this have gone better and things like that. And any like lingering um, objects that remind me of it, like even if it's something simple that can remind me of what happened, it makes it hard to actually move forward. So I think I end up getting suspended in time if I'm honest Mm -hmm. like I'm I get stuck in a moment and so hope doesn't seem like something possible because you hope for something in the future but Mm. I'm stuck in what in that moment I would call my present Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's very hard for me to actually look forward sometimes in those moments because I just I get myself stuck yeah 
Yeah. Can I just yeah. say that I'm really happy that we're being really real with the examples because I think mm-hmm. there will be people that listen in and they're just like, I can relate with that. That's me right now. Because even mm-hmm. as you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's happened to me in so many ways. You know, just feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Princess. And I think that's if that's like that's so key. Um, for me, I, I'll speak like personally. When it comes to hoping, I think you alluded to, to it. Like it's dependent on your circumstances. Like, okay, God, mm-hmm. I can trust you with this. I know um, I'm not contributing to. I know the things that I, I have to put my own effort into it. Then I know that I can, that I can hope for that. So things, yeah. let's say, with my education, I know. Okay, mm-hmm. God, if I study, I'm hoping to get a first. But I know that I'm studying for it. So technically. I should get a first. I will say like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Yes, I'm hoping. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a first because I put in the work. When it comes to things that I have no control over at all, that's when I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't do anything. I just have to sit and wait and actually wait and hope that God will come through. And that's where it gets challenging because you're sat down. And if you're a person that likes to like, I want to fix it. I want to do something. I want to do something. And, you know, point that God doesn't need your help or you can't even help him. And you just, you have to wait. Like, yeah. you have no yeah. choice but to wait. <laughs> That's what's challenging for me. And I think I, I really struggle with that because it, it can be quite crippling because you, you, you can't do anything to help your situation, but mm-hmm. just wait and trust and hope. Um, I think that's what I find really, really challenging about hoping just the waiting period. Like no one tells you about the wasting period. Everyone says, "Yeah, just hope you'll be fine. You oh. get it like this." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, Goodness. okay, two years, three years. You're still hoping." You're like, "Okay, uh-huh. honestly." Um, and I, th- yeah. I think we really see the the undiluted, um, just imagery of what that that realness of the waiting period. Because I yeah. feel like it's so easy to hear someone's testimony. And hear that, oh, I waited for a child for 10 years. And everyone's like, glory to God. But actually, what did that look like from year yeah. one to year two? Yeah. Then year two to year three. Like, wow. let's actually break it down. And mm-hmm. I think when you think about the Israelites on their journey out of the wilderness, you see it. You see the realness of the waiting period. It's not all rosy. There are times where they question God. There are times where Whoa. they were worshipping idols. There are times where they were like, Moses, why did you take us out of Egypt? We were actually fine. We were Imagine. <laughs> they were remembering the good food that they were eating. Wow. I'm just like, are you, do you mean the scraps? Crying. They went through so many phases. So many phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I think even when, like, because then, yeah, there's a lack of people mentioning the waiting period. But even when they mention yeah. it, they're just like, they'll be like, wait, and you will, you will see all these blessings. And they don't, yeah. they don't tell you. This waiting will involve tears, you know. This waiting mm. will involve, you know what, ha, complete wreckage. This waiting mm. might might involve you coming to your lowest point before yeah. God shoots you up to your high. Like that. none of that uh, is included in the wait. <laughs> yeah, wait yeah. and cry, you know. Wait yeah. and you know go through the wilderness. It that involves dirt and grime and tears and yeah, sweats yeah. and blood. That's so true. And it almost makes me question if we're well equipped or like within the church, if, you know, when people do talk about that waiting on God, Mm. if we're just well equipped for it. Because I think when I started my faith journey, I think the very first time I faced setback, 
I almost treated it like, what's this? I just sign up for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be part of the journey. Yeah. Or is it that we're told, but we just forget? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes uh. I find myself just thinking, like, why do we act like we don't know these things are coming mm-hmm. when we clearly do know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think even to that, I would say, you know, when you hear, like, beautiful testimonies, um, and then they, they actually tell you, like, the nitty-gritty of what went down, I think we're, we still get caught up in the end product. Like we will hear, oh, you know, we, we waited 15 years to conceive and, you know, God gave us this child. And then they will tell you like about the, the in-between. They might tell you like, you know, we had a miscarriage. We lost children. They, they'll tell you the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And then you can sit and be like, wow, they went through so much, but they kept the faith. Glory to yeah, God. Yeah, Like yeah. you... <laughs> Their wilderness was 15 long years. Yeah, but then wow. and for us who are on the, and I think this is an amazing thing about perspective, like perspective yeah. really okay. depends on the person who's experiencing and the person who's witnessing. And so yeah. the experience, they had 15 years of pure hardship. And then mm-hmm. for us who are um, witnessing, we had 15 seconds of pure hardship, like of listening wow, to the so testimony. Yeah. And then you, you come to the peak. The and then you experience yeah. the glory. And so when we come to our time, head. what we wow. remember is the 15 seconds of what we heard. Oh, wow. wow. Yes, Fingers, yes. I'm just snapping. Do you know wow. what, Shelly? That is so yeah. true because I was actually having, that's reminded me of a discussion I was having with someone. And it was about a difficult time that I was struggling to wait on God for or just tarry through. Mm-hmm. And I was being impatient with myself because it almost felt like, I know people go through this and I know that God brings them out. But like you said, I was, my time frame was just remembering the minutes of how long I remembered yeah, or my yeah. summary of the time frame of their journey. So mm-hmm. like my friend even reminded me of David, you know, David went through all, the, all these things. You think it was a day. It didn't take him a day. So why are you so impatient with yourself if you find that you're still tiring after a week? And I was like, you know what, that is so true. But mm-hmm. I think it's so easy to just read Psalms chapter 23. And once you're done, you're done in seconds. Yeah, so yeah. I think sometimes it's so it's so easy to just put like a smaller time frame mm-hmm. and run with it. So when we find ourselves in a difficult time, we think we're not normal. Like, this, is this God or is this the devil trying to attack mm-hmm. me? Yeah, exactly. Because it's too long. It's, it's, it's seeming longer yeah, than normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly you've hit the nail on the head Shelly honestly yeah yeah massively and and I think even even like like just the idea of waiting like waiting on God when we actually deep what it is you you mentioned David before and David this guy is is something else but you know come to me later on but like he he mentions (laughs) that 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 his soul waits for for God like more than the watchmen wait in the morning and you think about the watchmen they're the ones guarding um the surroundings and they're they're alert they're like they are anticipating like an an attack they're just on guard and him contrasting his soul waiting in that sort of anticipation without like okay, I'm just going to wait for one day and not wait wait the next day. The watchmen are, are constantly, constantly, constantly guarding and um, constantly waiting for the morning. Um, and we just see him as, as an example. And someone really just challenged me about my definition of waiting uh, or Ooh. rather my definition of patience because I thought patience was just waiting. Like as long as I'm waiting, I've got patience. Like that's it, mm. that's it. But it's like, no, patience is not just you 
being able to wait because whether you like it or not, you're going to have to wait. If it's not coming, it's not coming. It. Um, but but they they really just said it, it's our it's our posture while we wait. So patience is not mm. our ability to wait. It's how we behave while we wait, and it's our posture while okay. we wait. Why is your heart at and while you wait? What's your mind at while you wait? Are you waiting and you're just like? God, if you don't do this, you know, I'm going to hold this against you. Are you waiting? Like I used to have deals. Gosh, wow. <laughs> I used to have conversations with God saying like, okay, I'm waiting, oh. but I know you're going to, you're going to do it. Like you have to do it because it's me saying it. And <laughs> not that I'm seeing like, what? the cheek of me, but it's because like I had such a bad misunderstanding of what patience actually truly meant. Like mm-hmm. it's not just me waiting. It's what's my posture. What's my trust? Like when I wait on God, mm-hmm. um, and and something that I just wanted us to actually just touch on before is what do you think the Bible or how do you think the Bible sort of um, approaches us waiting? Do you think it's something that's encouraged in the Bible for us to wait, for us to um, engage in difficult times? As you, Prince, as you said earlier on that sometimes when you be in difficulties, you'd be like, okay, what, I didn't sign up for this. Why is this happening to me? What do you think the Bible talks about or addresses when it comes to difficult times? <laughs> I mean, there are definitely examples in the Bible of people who went through difficult times. Mm-hmm. I think the Bible doesn't shy away from things like that. But in terms of how to handle it, that's another question on it. Uh, yeah. How, how how would you say our response should be like then? How we handle difficult times? I think that's quite um, a big question in the sense that I don't think one answer fits all. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we have to be sensitive enough to to know that there are so many diverse mm-hmm. seasons that people, you know, go through. But I think one thing that, you know, you definitely see as a constant thing with all the examples we have, you know, in the Word is just not breaking that communication with God. Mm-hmm. And I think taking him on the process with you, because I think like Shelley said, it's all about perspective sometimes when you think, you know, about things like this. But I think once you know that there isn't that break in communication, so even in the times where things are really hard, you know, you have that connection with God where he can step in and say, have you actually seen it this way? Mm. Or how about you open your eyes to how I'm, what I'm doing in this season? Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a constant need that no matter what we're going through, whenever, what age, what year, we never, or how long it's taken, we never break that communication mm-hmm. um, with God because I think it's vital for seeing us through that waiting period. So in terms of um, how the Bible um, speaks about, you know, patience and waiting, I think it very much is encouraged if we look at um, people who have waited. And I think one of the best examples is Abraham um, or Abraham Mm -hmm. and Sarai at the time before they, you know, gave birth to their son was how long they waited for, you know, the promised heir to the point that at one point they were just like, yeah, it's not happening. Like they Mm -hmm. were so 
because it came to that point where their ages said that it wouldn't happen. And so mm-hmm. I think what it shows us is the fact that your waiting is very much connected to your faith. Because in mm-hmm. Hebrews 11, it speaks about how by faith Abraham obeyed um, until he, re- mm-hmm. until you know, he received his inheritance. Um, and we have to see that it takes faith to wait, you know, because you have mm-hmm. to believe in God and believe in him to actually wait. Because waiting on our own, <laughs> we're, we're going to get tired, you know, because mm-hmm. we're not seeing anything mm-hmm. be done or like we like we've heard people wait for years like i can't wait for a day i i can't i get frustrated <laughs> yeah. after a week after a yeah. month i'm fully done like it's just it's just impossible for me and so i think yeah. without faith it's just completely impossible and so i think it's encouraged because waiting is a um like waiting well <laughs> waiting in yeah. a godly manner yeah. i should say yeah. cuz some people wait wrong <laughs> and so waiting mm-hmm. in a godly manner is encouraged because it's a reflection of your faith um yeah. to be able to yeah. wait well because you need your faith to wait well so i think it is encouraged um for us to do that because patience, patience is a virtue, as we see. It's something that's built mm-hmm. by faith in God. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we can do by our own power or our own strength. Um, yeah, we need him for it. And I think everything that draws you back to God and draws you back to your dependence on God um, mm-hmm. is very, very beautiful and very, very key. And I think that's one of the things that the Bible points to, the fact that <laughs> anything that leads you away from God will not abide. Yeah, so yeah. and patience is one of those yeah. things that leads you to God because we can't do it without yeah. him so I think the Bible yeah. does encourage it yeah. yeah and that's so good and one one question I think I've always battled with is do you think it actually I mean now of course I know better but I think a question that I genuinely had was is it actually possible to wait well is that mm-hmm. a thing or is it just a myth <laughs> Is it just a thing that people say? Is it actually, has anybody done it for real, for real? And I think it came from a place of, um, you know, waiting for something that you try seeking counsel and you're hearing different things. Like, you know, people advising you to take short calls. Mm. Like, why don't you just do this? And then I'm like, huh? How is this in alignment with God's yeah. will for my life? Yeah. And they're like, everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember someone even going as far as saying, you know, all these people that give testimonies in church, they've all done mm-hmm. it. And I think it doesn't help matters where there are people who have taken, you know, shortcuts and maybe have not waited well mm-hmm. in the eyes of God, but they still testify about mm-hmm. it. So then you almost are asking yourself, okay, is it actually, do we just do this what we want? Do we just do, do we just do what we want? Oh, I think that's someone. <laughs> oh, that's someone's reminder. I love that. I love that. Sorry about that. If you guys didn't hear that, I think that, I think that reminder said spend time with the Lord. Oh, yes. that's what we said. I love that. it. Yeah, I had this is not planned, guys. Shelly, <laughs> Shelly, I love that. I need to go set my own set time, spend time with the Lord. That's right. And if you're hearing this, don't set your own you reminder as well. You need to spend time with the Lord. I didn't even recognize the time, so that. I forgot that she was going to be coming for me. <laughs> I just heard her. She was like, This is a reminder, spend time. With wow. the Lord. I was like, yeah. But no, back to my point, I think. When we see that being so celebrated, yeah. you know, taking that shortcut, I find myself asking, is it actually possible mm. to actually wait well? Is that a thing that can be done? And I know, long story short, yeah, it can. Yeah. But I think sometimes the, the things we're surrounded with or 
the people that are surrounded we're surrounded by sometimes make it hard and it almost reminds me of Joe but mm-hmm. his friends mm. you know when they were like trying to suggest different routes that he mm-hmm. could take and I think sometimes the people you even surround yourself with during that waiting period is also yeah. as important yeah. That's so good. And I, I think we can even just flesh this out a little bit more. It's it's even the question that you've yeah. asked. Um, because we we live in a world not everyone's going to um to ask what they prophesy and what they what they say that they believe and, and we can see that constantly. Um and I think one yeah. thing that really just keeps me like grounded in terms of how do you wait well is actually knowing the only reason literally the only reason I can hope, the only reason I can actually wait is because Jesus is alive because there's mm-hmm. someone I'm actually hoping yeah. on. Um, because if if Christ is dead, my hope is dead. Like there's nothing I'm mm. I'm expecting to happen because no, there's no one coming for me <laughs> because he, he's gone. Is 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 dead. So my hope is futile. So when we say about waiting well, I think the reason why people wait well, the reason why Abraham was able to to obey, we say it's bringing it goes back to his faith. Was okay. What is what was the basis of his faith? He trusted in God. He knew that God 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 is alive he knew that there was a god um and that was the basis of his faith and when hebrews i think it was hebrews 11 or 12 when it talks about um the people of great faith it was based on their belief they were able to to hope to actually trust in 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 trust in their circumstances because um because they had faith in god and and i love i think at the end of the verse it mentioned that not all of them got their um their promises fulfilled. So not everyone saw it being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why they were alive. Yeah. And that was because there's 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 still a comma. It's not a full stop when you die. Like we know that there's still something yeah. more. And that's what we can wait. And that's literally why we can hope. And and I guess our response basically my response when it comes to um difficult times and, and how how we should hope is to know that Jesus is alive and because he's alive, that's mm-hmm. why we can hope. And that's mm-hmm. now that song comes yeah. in my head. Um, what's it called? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, our fear is gone. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I know sing, girl, sing. <laughs> Because I know he holds my future. That's why we hope. Yeah. Like and life is worth wow. living because he lives. Literally. Worth literally living. because worth he lives. Amen. And that's why we can hope. And and yeah. not to sort of um and I know Princess mentioned this like people have different circumstances that they're going through that one answer doesn't fit all at all mm-hmm. but I think one answer that that covers all is that Christ is alive He's literally alive. Christ is yeah. alive you can have a hope you can That's hope so in some good. someone <laughs> you can open a God that is alive a God that transcends you transcends your circumstances transcends your time so even when we see things in a in a in a like a linear time frame that okay. I can, I can only, I can't see tomorrow, but Christ sees tomorrow. Christ sees the thing you're hoping for mm. and he sees them being, come to, he sees the, the fruition of them. Not even in this lifetime, it might not even be while you're alive to see it because he's internal. So because of that, I can think, okay, there's a God I can hope on that fulfills all of this, fulfills all his promises. And that gives me, I don't know about you guys, but that gives me comfort. That gives me, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that gives me comfort, something I can hold on to. Um in in those times Mm. and i I think one thing that go ahead um i think one thing that i think it reminds me of is how the bible talks so much about how in deed and in action Mm. 
we can in speech so indeed and even in speech we can glorify god so i think even in the examples we have in the bible without waiting well in speech and in people's actions you can see where people's hearts were and you know the fact that they were um submitted mm-hmm. um to go throughout that mm-hmm. journey um and i think sometimes it's something that takes a sermon but i think you can always pick sometimes when you hear someone talk about what their waiting period has been yeah. like and you know okay where's yeah. your heart been throughout all this in like what did you choose to do whilst mm-hmm. you were waiting yeah. you know what when you know when it was difficult what decisions mm-hmm. you made and you look at Job, who dismissed whatever, you know, even his wife, whatever all these people had to say. You look at Abraham, even he's already waiting, but God is requiring so much of him to offer up his child. And you see, even in action, what he chose yeah. to do during that time mm-hmm. of waiting. Um, but it reminds me of a scripture um, in 2 Corinthians, you know, where it says, My grace is sufficient mm-hmm. for you, yeah. my power is made perfect in yeah, weakness. Beautiful. And it goes, Therefore, I will boast all mm-hmm. the more. Mm-hmm in my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me and I think when you look at the life of someone who is waiting mm. well you know there's that evidence of the power of Christ resting upon them you can mm. see Christ mm. at work and I think sometimes it's not just the beauty is in oh my god how did they even get this done this mm. is still impossible but rather it's wow I can see Christ through this I can see how Christ is the one that has kept them through uh, this because it doesn't make sense <laughs> when you hear the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is so beautiful because that's sometimes we focus on the results. Oh yeah, they got this, they got this, but throughout yeah. the process, yeah. yeah. Like what a what a testament. That's the testimony to see that people are able to kind of still maintain their faith during that time, that through the yeah. difficult times, yeah. um, and even when people don't get what they want, that like they're still able to show that okay, my life is still a testament to God. Because God is being glorified in this. And Paul speaks about mm. God Christ being glorified when he was being battered. He was going through the worst of the worst. You're right. And he was saying, Christ is being glorified in my body. And he was able to have the hope because of Christ, because he knew that he would see Christ again. Um, and, I, and I think that really just sums up what we were speaking about today is, is the only reason I love how everything just comes back to Jesus because that's that's, a, that's yeah. it. That's Beautiful, all we can offer you. <laughs> that's literally it. That's all we can offer you. And we can try and come up with like new, okay, this is a 10 step rule to get <laughs> you, you feeling like less hopeless or whatever it is. But the answer literally comes back to Christ. We hope because he's alive. Alone, we yeah. hope because in him, because in Christ alone, that is our rock. He's our, he's our, our solid foundation. Mm. This is the source of our hope. And without him, we have, yeah. we have nothing to hope for literally. So that's what we can kind of come back to. So let me just get some finishing, um, Points, pointers, key takeaways, as we love to say <laughs> from you guys. If you can give to um, whoever's li- um, on this call or whoever is listening to this episode right now that might be feeling, um, that might be in a season of just feeling hopeless or might just be in a really, really difficult time um, and not really knowing what to do, what would you say to them if they were sat in front of you right now? What would you say to encourage them in this time that they're in? Um. Honestly, I would tell them um, to trust in the process, and, you know, to trust in the wait. And when it comes to waiting well, the fact that we are human and God recognizes that when in the wait, if you do fall, remember that God's grace is sufficient for mm. you. And so I know that in the wait, sometimes we can stumble 
But then we've seen in the Bible, we've seen, we've seen people stumble, but we've seen God's grace cover them in that, those falls. Yeah, and they were able yeah. to make it through to the end because of God and because of his grace. So wait, and in that way, trust in God and his grace. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I think, oh, what I was going to say just left my mind. <laughs> Shall I you go? I'm just thinking it again. Um, yeah, I, I think what I would just live you with is just just trust. You know that you're, you're able to trust in, in a God that's alive, that sees you, that sees your heart, that is going to fulfill his promises, whether here or internal. Mm-hmm. So just you can trust in a God that is alive, literally. You can trust in a God that sees you. And um, so what I was going to say is just remembering that there is nothing mm, that's good. So I think one thing that has helped me a lot in this journey, I think one thing that the devil does is he makes it seem like you're the first person to yeah. go through this. And it's, yeah. big. <laughs> it's so big. Nobody can mm-hmm. understand because it's just your thing. You take full responsibility and ownership of what you're going through. Nobody yes. else can relate. So you struggle to let anyone in because it seems like it's just mm. your thing. But actually, there is nothing new under the sun. You know, whatever you're going through, at least two yeah, or people yeah. have gone through it. It might have been in a different year, in a different era, but <laughs> yeah. trust me, it's yeah, not new. Yeah. It's not new. And I think, you know, what better way to learn and to grow by gaining wisdom mm-hmm. and insight, you know, and perspective from people who have already been there, been on that journey. And I think that's one thing that God has helped me so much with when I've gone through difficult times. Sometimes it's almost like you've knocked on mm-hmm. every door and you just mm-hmm. don't know what to do. And I think sometimes it's worth us just saying, God, open my eyes to the people you've put around me. You know, there is somebody who has a word that I need to hear that will carry me through the mm-hmm. next season because you have given them the word when mm-hmm. they went through theirs. And it's just, God, open my eyes to see the right person that needs to speak into this situation just so that I can gain your perspective. If I'm not seeing it well enough, you know, um, through the word or through my quiet time with you, you know, I still believe that God works Amen. with people, you know, um, despite people, you know, being hurt, despite mismanaged relationship, there's still people that God uses and he works through. So I think that's definitely not an avenue that I want anyone mm-hmm. to rule out. Um, but yeah, just encouraging everyone that really you're, you're not the first person um, to go through whatever you're going through and I think sometimes you might it might hit hard when you hear it the first yeah. time but you need yeah. to hear that so that you don't think it's just yeah. your thing yeah. <laughs> it's not just you there's so many people that are going through it um, just because people are not talking about yeah. it doesn't mean it's yeah. not a real yeah. deal um, so it's, it's just that reminder but knowing that even through that God is still moving through mm-hmm. people's lives and he's more than willing to Amen. do it Amen wow what a way to end um, thank you guys for your thoughts thank you guys for even listening to this episode and taking your time out to listen and then we just really just pray that this episode blesses you um, and if it does share it with a friend um, comment like subscribe <laughs> that's what we would say <laughs> no honestly um, thank you so much for just listening and just taking part of this conversation um, we just pray that God blesses you and we shall see you on the next next episode bye everyone so this has been The Sound Seed thank you so much for listening 
And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode. Thank you.